Welcome to Zichud Daf Simanim. I'm Rabbi Avram Goldar, and today we're Mosechus Psachim Daf Kuf Gimel, tenth parak Arvi Psachim. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the Gemara discusses the order of the four brachas in Kiddush and Havdal and Motzi Shabbos coincides with the Yantiv in which Shechianu was not said. Rabbi says the order is Yain Kiddush. Near Havdala. Kiddush comes before Havdala. The Rashbam explains that Rav holds Kedush is a Yom Adifa Mahavdala, that being Makadish a new holy day is inherently more significant than escorting a departing one with Havdala. Alternatively, the one who first recites Havdala makes it appear as if he's in a rush to rid himself of Shabbos. Shmuel says, Yai Ner Havdala Kiddush, that Havdala comes before Kiddush. The Rashbam explains that Shmuel holds that Havdala should precede Kiddush. He mentions the mashal the Gemara brings later on, Nichnas, to a departing king and an arriving duke. First one escorts the king, which is in our case is Shabbos, through Havdalah, and then greets the duke, which is Yantiv, through Kiddush. The Gemara cites several more opinions about the order in which these brachas should be said. Abai and Rava, as explained by the Rashmam, agree with Rav's opinion that it's Yain Kiddush Ner Havdalah, but they disagree where to insert Zman, the bracha of Shechianu, when it's also to be said. Abai says it's Yain Kiddush Ner Zman Havdalah, and Rava says it's Yak Nahaz, Yain Kiddush Ner Havdalah, and Zman. Pointing to Amemar Mazutra and Ravashi were once eating a meal together. Amemar said the bracha of Bere each time he drank another cup of wine. Mazutra said the bracha once over the first cup he drank, and a second time over the cup he said Birchaz Amazan over. And Ravashi only said the bracha over the first cup he drank. Amemar explained that each time he drank a cup, he decided it would be his last, but then changed his mind. Mazutra explained that he held like the Talmudim of Rav, who maintained that merely declaring one's intention to say Birch Amazon makes it forbidden to drink before saying a new Bracha Rishona. And Ravashi explained that he disagreed with the Talmudim of Rav. Rashbam rules like Mazutra and the others who held like him that the Bracha said once over the first cup one drinks and then a second time over the cup one says Birch Amazon over. And point number three, when Rabbi began reciting Havdal, he said, Hamavdil ben Kodeshochol, ben Oral Choshech, ben Yisrael Amin ben Yom HaShvi, Meshesi Mehemasev. When Rav Yaakov Bar Abba heard him, he asked why he said all that, when Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav, that Rav Yudah Nasi would only say, Hamavdil ben Kodeshochol. Rav explained that he holds like Rabbi Lezer in the name of Rav Oshia, who said that the lowest number of separations that one may mention in Havdalah is three, and the highest number is seven. When Rav Yaakov Bar Abba countered that Rav had said neither three nor seven, but he said four, Rav answered that the fourth separation, Ben Yom Hashvi, does not count towards this total because it's Me'en HaChasima. It's similar to the Bracha's conclusion. So once again, the three topics are number one. The Gemara discusses the order of the four Brachas in Kiddush and Havdalah when Motzi Shabbos coincides with Yantav on which Hashachianu is not said. Rav says the order is Yain Kiddush, Ner Havdal. Kiddush comes before Havdal. The Rajbam explains the Rav holds Kedush Hazayom Adifah Mahavdala. That being Makadish a new holy day is inherently more significant than escorting a departing one with Havdala. Alternatively, the one who first recites Havdala makes it appear as if he's in a rush to rid himself of Shabbos. Shmuel says the order is Yain Ner Havdal Kiddush. That Havdal comes before Kiddush. The Rajbam explains that Shmuel holds that Havdal should precede Kiddush. He mentions the Mashal the Gemara brings later on Lamel Shiyotze Lafarkos Nichnas to a departing king and an arriving duke. First one escorts the king, which in our case is Shabbos through Havdalah, and then greets the duke, which is Yantiv through Kiddush. The Gemara cites several more opinions about the order in which these brachas should be said. Abai and Rava, as explained by the Rajbam, agree with Rav's opinion that it's Yain Kiddush near Havdalah, but disagree where to insert Zman, referring to Shechianu, when it's also to be said. Abai says Yain Kiddush near Zman Havdalah, and Rava says Yak Nahaz Yain Kiddush near Havdalah and Zman. 
Point number two, Amemar Marzutra Ravashi were once eating a meal together. Amemar said the bracha Baripia governed each time he drank another cup of wine. Marzutra said the bracha once over the first cup he drank, and a second time over the cup he said Birchas and Mazan over. And Ravashi only said the bracha over the first cup he drank. Amemar explained that each time he drank a cup, he decided it would be his last, but then changed his mind. Marzutra explained that he held like the Talmudim of Rav, who maintained that merely declaring one's intention to say Birchas and Mazan makes it forbidden to drink before saying a new bracha Rishona. Ravashi explained that he disagreed with the Talmudim of Rav. Rajbam rules like Marzutra and the others who held like him that the bracha said once over the first cup and then a second time over the cup one says Birchas and Mazan over. And point number three, when Rav began reciting Abdali, he said, when Riyakub Baraba heard him, he asked why he said all that when Rav Yehuda said in the name of Rav that Rav Yehuda Nasi would only say Hamavdil ben Kodeshachol. Rav explained that he holds like Rabbi Eliezer in the name of Ravoshia, who said that the lowest number of separations that one may mention in Havdalah is three, and the highest number is seven. When Rav Yaakov Baraba countered that Rav said neither three nor seven, Rav answered that the fourth separation of Ben Yom Ashvi, does not count towards its total because it's Me'en HaChasimah. It's similar to the Bracha's conclusion. All right, so now we go to our Sim for Daf Kuf Gimel, and our standard simon is Kugel, and we use Yerushalmi Kugel. So here goes. The award-winning Yak Nahaz Yerushalmi Kugel, presented in honor of the departing king, who made a bracha every time he drank a cup of wine, had seven distinctions in its shape and flavor. Once again, in slow motion. The award-winning Yak Nahaz Yerushalmi Kugel, Yerushalmi Kugel, that must be more on Duff, Kuf Gimel. The award-winning Yak Nahaz Yerushalmi Kugel, presented in honor of the departing king, which reminds us that Rav says the order of the Barachas when Motsu Shabbos is the Yantav, when Noshech Yanu is said, is Yan Kiddush Ner Havdala. The Rashbam explains that Rav holds Kedush Hazayom Adifa Mahavdala, that being Makadish a new holy day is inherently more significant than escorting a departing one with Havdalah. Alternatively, the one who first recites Havdalah makes it appear as if he's in a rush to rid himself of Shabbos. Shmuel says, Yainer Havdalah Kiddush. The Rashbam explains that Shmuel holds that Havdalah should precede Kiddush. He mentions the Mashal that more brings later on of Lamelk Shiyotze, Vafarkos Nichnas, to a departing king and arriving duke. First one escorts the king, which in our case is Shabbos through Havdalah, and then greets the duke, which is Yantav, through Kiddush. The Gemara cites several more opinions about the order in which these brachas should be said. Abai and Rava, as explained by the Rajbam, agree with Rav's opinion, but disagree where to insert Zman, the bracha of Shechianu, when it also is to be said. Abai says, Yain Kiddush Ner Zman Havdalah, and Rava says, Yak Nahaz, Yain Kiddush Ner Havdalah and Zman. So the award-winning Yak Nahaz Yerushalmi Kugel, presented in honor of the departing king, who made a bracha every time he drank a cup of wine, which reminds us, Amemar Marzut and Rabashi were once eating a meal together. Amemar said the bracha of each time he drank another cup of wine. Marzutra said the bracha once over the first cup he drank, and a second time over the cup he said Birchaz Amazan over, and Ravashi only said the bracha over the first cup he drank. Amemar explained that each time he drank a cup, he decided it would be his last, but then changed his mind. Marzutra explained, Marzutra explained that he held like the Talmudim of Rav, who maintained that merely declaring one's intention to say Birchaz Amazan makes it forbidden to drink before saying a new bracha Rishona. Ravashi explained that he disagreed with the Talmudim of Rav. So the award-winning Yak Nahaz Yerushalmi Kugel, presented in honor of the departing king, who made a bracha every time he drank a cup of wine, had seven distinctions in its shape and flavor. Which reminds us, when Rabbi began reciting Havdal, he said, When Yaakov Bar-Ada heard him, he asked him why he said all of them. When Rabbi Yudah said in the name of Rav, that Rabbi Yudah had Nasi would only say, 
Rav explained that he holds Rebbe Gazer in the name of Rav Oshia, who said that the lowest number of separations that one may mention of Dal is three, and the highest number is seven. When Rav Yaakov Bar Abba counted that Rav said neither three or seven, Rav answered that the fourth separation of Ben Yom HaShvi does not count towards this Torah because it's Me'ein HaChasima, it's similar to the Brachas. Conclusion. So once again, the award-winning Yak Nahaz Yerushalmi Kugel, presented in honor of the departing king, who made a bracha every time he drank a cup of wine, had seven distinctions in its shape and flavor. All right, now it's time to go to our four blah chazara. Tav Tzaditesh. So the similar Tav Tzaditesh is a cheetah. So here goes. When a cheetah, cheetah, that must mean we're on Tav Tzaditesh. When a cheetah suddenly appeared, the entire Chabura withdrew, except for one brave member. Which reminds us, the Gemara suggested that the Mishnah, which allows registering strangers in order to avoid the problem of leaving the Pesach ownerless, is not in accordance with Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that the registrants may continue withdrawing from the Pesach and diminishing the number of people registered on it, provided that one of the original group remains registered. Rabbi Yochanan answered that you can even say that the Mishnah does accord with Rabbi Yehuda, since Rabbi Yehuda said, in Shochin is a Pesach al Yachid. We do not shech the Pesach for a single individual. Therefore, in the case of the Mishnah, where there's only one person being registered on it, there stands to be another person registered on it together with the original person, and therefore the newcomer is like one of the original members of the group. So when a cheetah suddenly appeared, the entire Chaburah withdrew, except for one brave member, who developed quite an appetite, Erev Pesach, which reminds us the first mission the 10th Barak states, on Erev Pesach from close to Mincha, one may not eat until nightfall. And the Rosh Mom explains that not eating then will enable a person to eat the matzah at night with an appetite. The Gemara asks why our mission implies that this Allah is specific to Erev Pesach, but Bryson teaches that according to Yehuda, that one may not eat after Mincha on any Erev Shabbos or Yantav. Ravuna answers that our Mishnah follows the opinion of Rabbi Yossi, who generally permits eating on every Shabbos and Yantav. So when a cheetah suddenly appeared, the entire Chabur withdrew, except for one brave member, who developed quite an appetite, Erev Pesach, while on the lookout for an Ani, he could give four cups of wine and a recliner too. Which reminds that the Mishnah states, I feel Ani should be Yisrael, or Yochad Yasev, and even the poorest man in Yisrael may not eat until he reclines, and they must not give him less than four cups of wine, and this is so even if he's supported from the Tamchui. The Rashbam explains that it's incumbent on the community to ensure that the poor can fulfill this Rabban Mitzvah. In the event that the Gabbites stuck and neglected or were unable to give them wine, the paupers must do their utmost to fulfill the Mitzvah, even to the point of selling their clothing, borrowing, or hiring themselves out. Dav Kuf. So the Simmer Dav Kuf is a monkey. So here goes. The circus monkeys, monkeys, that must be more duff, koof. The circus monkeys were trained to let people continue eating a meal they began before Mincha Erev Shabbos, which reminds us as Malchuk's whether somebody began a meal before Mincha on Erev Shabbos is allowed to continue eating after Shabbos begins. Review maintains Mabsikim Shabbosos, we interrupt for Shabbosos, Rabbi Yossi argues, a Mabsikim, we do not interrupt. According to Rabbi Yehuda, the person must stop the meal, remove the table, and recite Birchaz Amazon. The reason is that a meal must be brought to the table for the honor of Shabbos, or because the eating after nightfall would be viewed as an extension of the weekday meal. Tosos explained, according to Rabbi Yossi, he need not interrupt the meal, for the eating after nightfall is considered one of the Shabbos meals. The Kiddush that would be recited immediately afterwards is viewed as having been recited upon that meal. The Gemara relates to Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi, but once eating meal together when Shabbos began, a discussion ensued about whether they should interrupt the meal or not, and eventually, they did not move from there until they established the halacha, according to Rabbi Yossi. So the circus monkeys who were trained to let people continue eating a meal, they began before Mincha of Shabbos, and knew to cover the table with a cloth before Kiddush, which reminds us it was taught in the Bryce that Venus as Shulchan El Inkin Kiddush. We do not bring out the table on which the Friday night meal will be eaten unless one already made Kiddush. And if it was brought out early, he should spread out a cloth over it and make Kiddush. Rosh Mam, citing the Shi'otos, explains that bringing out the table after Kiddush shows that the meal is served in honor of Shabbos and covering the table is like removing it. 
Tosos know that nowadays where it's customary for everybody to eat together on a large table, it's not practical to bring the table out after Kiddush. Therefore, it's our custom to set the table with chalas before Kiddush, but to cover them until after Kiddush. So the circus monkeys, who were trained to let people continue eating a meal they began before Mincha Erev Shabbos, and knew to cover the table with a cloth before Kiddush, would throw bananas at anyone who tried to start a meal before Mincha. Era of Pesach. Which reminds us on Daf Tzadi Tesama Basic, more brought up Machokas between Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Yossi regarding beginning a meal during the afternoon on Erev Shabbos or Erev Yantav. Here the Gemara cites two prices about this Machokas. One of them teaches Shavin She'e Maschilin, they are in agreement that we may not begin. And the second one stated Shavin She'e Maschilin, they are in agreement that we may begin. And the Gemara explained that Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Yossi agree that we may not begin a meal on Erev Pesach, close to Mincha, as the first mission of the Perik taught, and they agree that we may begin a meal Erev Shabbos and Erev Yantav before the ninth hour. Of the day. Daf Kufalv. So the similar Daf Kufalv is a bird caller going, caw, caw. So here goes. After Kiddush was recited in Shul at the bird caller's convention, bird caller's convention, that must mean we're on Daf Kufalv. After Kiddush was recited in Shul at the bird caller's convention, participants made Kiddush by Malcolm Suda, which reminds us that more brings Malcolokas between Rab and Shmuel about the Kiddush that was customarily made by the Shulach Sibor in the base Knesset on Friday night. Whether one has fulfilled his Kiddush obligation. Rav says one does fulfill his Chiv, and Rashbam explains the Rav holds that it's not necessary for Kiddush to be recited together with the Shabbos meal. And Shmuel says one has not fulfilled his Chiv because he holds in Kiddush Elba Makam Suda. Kiddush is only a place where there's a meal. The Rashbam explains that Shmuel derives this principle from the Pasuk of Karasu Shabbos Onik, and he should proclaim the Shabbos a delight. In the place where Shabbos is proclaimed, meaning where Kiddush is recited, there should be delight, meaning the Shabbos meal. Alternatively, since Kiddush must be recited over wine, it's fitting that it be recited over wine, drunk at a meal. So after Kiddush was recited in Shul at the Bird Caller's Convention, participants made Kiddush, Bamakam Suda, and then fluttered around the corners of the room meeting each other without making another bracha, which reminds the Rav and Shmuel both taught that someone who makes Kiddush in the base Knesset must say a new bracha before drinking wine at home. The Gemara supports this from a Bryce that states, Shinui Makam Sarachavarach, Shinui Yain Ein Sarachavarach. If there's a change in location, one must say a new bracha. If there's a change in wine, one need not say a new bracha. Rav Chisa says in the name Rav Huna, that a change of location creates a new bracha requirement only if one went mabayis labayis from one house to another, and not if one went mamakam from one place to another within the house. So after Kiddush was recited in the shul at the bird callers convention, participants made Kiddush mamakam suda, and then flooded around the corners of the room meeting each other without making another bracha, with the intent to fly back and conclude their meal in their original setting. Which reminds us, Rav Chista adds, that a change of location does not create a new bracha rishona requirement, if the bracha was said over the varim hatuunim bracha lacharen bin koman, things that need a bracha achrona in their place, that is, where the food was eaten, because someone who eats a food of this type, the kiva kamahada, returns to his original setting. The Rajbam explains that he's continuing with his original meal. Since he's obligated to return to his original place, to recite a bracha achrona, or to continue his meal in a second place, which will enable him to recite the bracha achrona there, his leaving does not constitute a conclusion of the meal. Rather, what he eats in the second place is seen as a continuation of his meal. Rav Sheshus disagrees and says that these foods are also subject to the lachas of Shinui Makom. Dav Kuf Beis. So the Simmer Dav Kuf Beis is a cave. So here goes. The Chaverim in the cave. Cave. That must be one Dav Kuf Beis. The Chaverim in the cave remained at the table while their friends went to Daven, which reminds us that there's a Malchus being the Tanakam of Yudah if members of a group that were eating together left the table well, they have to make a bracha grona when they leave and a bracha rishon when they return. The Tanakhama says they do not, and Rebuda says they do not only if they had left some members of the table. So the Haverim in the cave who remained at the table while their friends went to Daven unbundled two cups, one for Birchaz and Mazon, and the other for Kiddush. 
which reminds us that we had learned before that according to Rabbi Yossi, someone who was eating a meal when it became Shabbos may continue to eat without interrupting for Kiddush. The Gemara cites a Bryce of the teachers of the Quindra Biosi, when the person eventually finishes his meal, he should say Birchaz Mazan over one cup of wine, and then Kiddush over another. The Gemara asks why Birchaz Mazan and Kiddush cannot both be said over the same cup. Rav Nachman Bar Yisak explains, Lefishayin Osi Mitzvahs Chavilos Chavilos, because we do not do mitzvahs in bundles. The Rajmam explains that someone who does this indicates that mitzvahs are burdensome for him. So the Chavarim in the cave who remained at the table while their friends went to Davin unbundled two cups, one for Birchaz and Mazan and the other for Kiddush, leaving a third cup for Yantav Moti Shabbos to be used for Havdalah and Kiddush. Which reminds the Gemara challenged the rule of Ein Osi Mitzvahs Chavilos Chavilos, noting that when Yantav falls on Moti Shabbos, Kiddush and Havdalah are said over the same cup of wine, even on the first night of Yantav when one certainly has more than one cup of wine. The Gemara answers, Havdal and Kiddush Chadam Milsihi. Havdal and Kiddush are one thing, so there is therefore nothing wrong with saying both of these over a single cup of wine. The Rishbam explains that both Havdal and Kiddush are based on the Kiddush of the Yomitovim, and the holiness of the incoming Yantav is even mentioned in the wording of Havdalah. Alright, now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions plus 3 bonus questions from Masechus Baruch Shabbos and Erevin. Number 1. Which stuff do you learn the Rav has said, Aveda's Laila, Lav Shema Aveda? That's on Duff. Design. Good. Number two. Which stuff do you learn that one makes Kiddush and Havdalah in the same cup of wine when Yantiv is Matzah Shabbos because Kiddush and Havdalah Chadam Elsihi? That's on Duff. Kuf Beis. Good. Number three. Which stuff do we make with Rav and Shmuel with the Zechiv of Kiddush B'Makam Suda? That's on Duff. Kuf Good. Number four. Which stuff do you learn that Rav has said that he holds like Rav Gezer who said in the Meroshia that the lowest number of separations in Havdalah is three and the highest number is seven? That's on Duff. Kuf Gimel. Good. Number five. Which stuff do we have Because it's time to come and review to whether people eating together need to leave people at the table in order for other members to leave to Dav Mincha without making a bracha. That's on Dav. Kuf Beis. Good. Number six. Which stuff do we learn that according to Rabbi Yossi, one makes Birchaz Amazon and Kiddush on two separate cups because Ein Osi Mitzvos Chavilos Chavilos. That's on Dav. Good. Number seven. Which stuff do you make? Because Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Yossi, whether one must interrupt a meal he began every Shabbos when Shabbos begins. That's on Duff. Kuf. Good. Number eight. Which stuff the Rav say the brachas of a Kiddush precede Havdalah when Moses Shabbos is Yantav, whereas Shmuel says saying Havdalah comes before Kiddush. That's on Duff. Kuf Gimel. Good. Number nine. Which stuff do you make? Because Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Yossi, whether foods that require bracha chron in their place Require a bracha rishona when there is a shinui makam. That's on daf. Kufalov. Good. And number 10, which stuff did we learn that a member said a bracha every time he drank a cup of wine because each time he decided it was his last and then he changed his mind? That's on daf. Kuf Gimel. Good. Now the three bonus questions. Number one, which stuff did we learn that steep inclines are not included in the measure of the tchum? That's on daf. Good. Number two. Which stuff do you learn that Harsinai has five names? That's on Duff. Paytas and Shabbos. Good. And number three. Which stuff do you learn the sources for Lechem Mishnah? That's on Duff. Lavatas and Brachas. Excellent. All right. That concludes the pop quiz. This is Rabbi Ram Goldman Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.